Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. We're gonna fight against robots from another planet who wanna wipe us out and take the Earth. Probably happens all the time. If we succeed, there will not be any shield in the future. learned about it. This was the day Daniel Sousa became the first fallen agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was going to expose Hydra's presence within S.H.I.E.L.D., so they took him out. We're gonna save him. If Sousa lives, we don't know what impact that will have on history. Sousa died a hero, just like what's in the history book. But not everything's in the book. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. GVN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge... Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. It was another morning at the coffee binge. The room of hot Joe filled the air like the perfume of a hot Dean. But that's not important now. There's a story to tell and we're just the Jack and Jill to tell it. You can call me Sexton, Martin Sexton. And along at my side, as close as my 45, is the skirt that runs this here show, my gal Kathy. How you doing, Delphies? I'm good, honey. <laughs> so what, did, I, I know that didn't leave you tongue-tied because there's no such thing as you being <laughs> tongue-tied, so. Well, I, you know, I am kind of bashful around you. <laughs> When was that? Never. Yeah, okay. So now since the very first day I met you. That's <laughs> for sure. All right, well. Okay, um, so as we start always, uh, every podcast, I give my wife a chance to uh, talk about what she wants to talk about. And this is no different, even though you can see our lovely faces. Uh, so the floor is yours, my dear. What, what you got to say well, that I can well, comment on? Well, thank you. Um, I want to talk about the fact that today is Father's Day. Yes, and it is. And it's been, a, so far, it's been a very lovely morning. We have had uh, several cups of coffee. And yes. uh, we have also um, uh, had, you got your, your Father's Day gift this morning. Yes, I did. We don't want to go into any of that. But involved a cigarette after, I'm pretty sure. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not what I was going to talk about. But okay, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Martin. Tell, <laughs> tell us all about it. Oh, no, ma'am. This is your, this, uh, the floor is yours. Well, it doesn't seem that way. It's Father's Dental. I know, but, but anyways, go ahead. Well, see, um, and then, of course, Jeffrey, because Jeffrey is Jeffrey, um, he gave you a happy Father's Day by saying, breakfast, please, Daddy. Yes, he did. Uh, he also uh, came down here and was listening to previous audio clips of our yes, podcast over and over again, which he found fascinating. Yes, he does. Uh, and I can't it. say I blame him because uh, we love to listen to ourselves. So <laughs> Because we're doing this. Yes. So there you go. So so what else? Anything else about Father's Day? Well, Other I, than to wish all you fathers out there yes, a happy Father's Day. Exactly Belated Father's Day because chances are by the time this thing gets posted, it's going to be like... Or by the time you hear it in about three or four years. It might be. It might be. Death because there's been an apocalypse. Either that. This is all that's left. It's our <laughs> podcast. God bless you all. Right. Or either that or it could be Father's Day 
next year or the True, following whatever. Year. So Who cares? Father, hey, Father stays whenever you want, you want it to be. So it can be every day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know that's what the mothers usually say. It's every yeah. Mother's day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> no one has ever said that. Um, okay. So today, um, yes, I want to thank all those fathers out there that are engaged in their lives and love their kids. And a lot of them have realized how engaged they are here in the past several months well, as they've been certain. working out of their homes and didn't realize how much noise a child can make and yeah. how much aggravation one can bestow upon you at, at each and every turn. But, um, it's kind of fun though. It's fun trying to uh, figure out what's happening next. But so. uh, again, as we have said before, this is a young man that really wants to go do things. He, oh, for sure. He got that's his mother in him. He don't like he don't like sitting around the house and doing nothing. No, and I uh, told Dad you that even yesterday. I, so I said, <laughs> so I said to Martin yesterday. I said, "Hey, let's go do something tomorrow. Is it going to rain?" He says, "I don't know." I said, "We haven't been out of this house." We haven't even been in the backyard hardly nope, since this nope. Unless I'm mowing the lawn. I'm basically, and then, no, and I, then like, we just, I look at the fish we, every once in a while. And then we just go, I know, when I got to the, take the garbage out, I go over to the fish pond and look at the pond. And man, you really did a great job cleaning that thing out because that thing is rolling like nobody's business. Well, I don't like brag, we, should do, but, yeah. we should do our podcast out there one day with that at the background. We, you, no one will be able to hear us because the waterfall drowned us out. Well, that's why you have the uh, separate audio tracks. We just boost that puppy up. But, uh, that Amen. would be, I mean, that would be nice as we far as a backdrop. That. We should do that. Yeah. We wouldn't need any of these fancy Zoom backdrops. That, uh, like this one we have. This uh, is no, really this is this is. Don't know. Just tell everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, uh, no one thinking, can, that way. No one gives no one a piece of junk. Uh, yeah, I, everyone's thinking. Yeah, that's what I want. Is a bunch of crap. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, anything else we done with that? What? With you know, your little... I don't have anything to say. You know, uh, mostly the things that I like to say, oh, you know what I should do? What's that? I, no, I can't because I'll cry. Forget it. What? I was going to read the, the, the um, thing that you wrote on your blog, for Jeff on Jeffrey's blog. Oh. And well, it's just, that'll just make me cry. And then, then I, won't, be and no I won't be able to finish either because yeah. I'll just be... You'll gasping be, for air. <laughs> you'll be no good to anybody no, after that. No, absolutely not. Okay, so uh, agents of shield. Yes. Okay. Yep. So we're uh, up to episode four. Uh, and I still haven't seen Fitz. Okay. <laughs> no, we're gonna get to that. I'm gonna uh, tell you right now. If I don't see that boy soon, there's gonna be trouble. I need to know what's going on. I want to know how the child is doing. Well, like I said, I want to know. Exactly. We know they have a girl, at least. Uh, yep. That much that is certain. That we do know. Right. And, and I want to know how old is the girl now? Where are we? What happened? What's going on? Uh, I mean, and what did and what did Enoch mean by this is going to change their lives forever? It can't change it, but so much they still have a baby somehow. I mean, because Deke's still there, so obviously that hasn't changed. Uh, well, maybe I don't know. But uh, you know, I assume we're going to see the man sooner or later. I mean, he was still listed as a part of the cast. So, uh, hey, you know what else I was just thinking? What's that? <laughs> I'm sorry. But this is part of what I was thinking about. You know what I really have learned about during this pandemic? Okay, well, we're going backwards. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I, know. I, I just I just thought of this hey. because it was something that um, 
just came across my mind when you said, well, I guess we'll figure out where. Hey, go you for know it. what? It's so, kind of like that with, with dinner. I guess we'll kind of figure out where it's going to come from. What Grubhub <laughs> Uber Eats? Well, we know it's not coming from the oven. That's for sure. No, I have been cooking. Don't say that. I cooked a couple of times. Well, at least dozens of times. Are we counting pizza? Shh. No, we're not counting that. That does not count as me cooking. I made food. We had stuff in the crock pot. We yes. had. Yes, we you had, did. Did you did you do that? Did someone else do that? Oh, I I instructed that. <laughs> Okay. So. Listen, listen, listen. I don't need this. I don't need this. I have things to do. I know, but you, oh, you're talking about the cooking part? No, I don't need this hassle from you about who <laughs> well, cooked it. I, you started I, it. Dan and I, I, we were I ready to move on to the crock pot. Shut we, up. We were ready to move on to agents as you before you got started I know, again. You know, I did. I mean, I made, I made sweet potatoes. Uh, you know, remember I made the roasted sweet potatoes. I made yep. the roasted vegetables. I made, I made a bunch of stuff. Yep, you're ready to ride in a garden. You just Shut your face. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, on. Get, Sorry get, I brought that up. Okay, so getting back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, let's okay, do that. Okay, so in the beginning, of course, at the end of last episode, uh, Coulson is knocked out by the EMP. Uh, the knocked up by who? Knocked out oh, by the knocked EMP. Oh, knocked out, yes. By the gym set off, which took care of the like, Chronicons took, right and took care of Coulson. Okay. So, so Agent Sousa yes. um, had uh, basically handcuffed Colson to a, to a desk. Right. And that's when Colson woke up. That's the beginning of the Right, that's the, the, the thing. Episode. And when he woke up, everything was in black and white. Right, because he had he had when he was knocked out by the EMP, he also knocked out his uh his uh, obviously his ocular right, color uh, receptors or right. something. So um, everything was in black and white. Okay, so then he he starts monologuing. Okay, so why is he monologuing? Other than because back <laughs> that the episode is uh, you know, is that kind of uh uh, I think he's. I think he's just trying to trying to get his bearings, like as in where he is and what's happening, and what's going on. So he's kind of internal monologue of what's going on. Hey, I have these handcuffs on. I could break them. It'd be really easy. But hey, let's find out what's going on. Right. What's that? And, and you know, we we discussed it. And like I said, I almost took it like, okay, so I'm seeing everything in black and white. So it must be. I must right. be. So, I must be in a detective. Right. Problem. I must be in nineteen forty five. Right, and I think right, he's or in this case, nineteen fifty, but fifty-five. Uh, but he's pulling right from Colson's memory, and Colson, when he sees black and white, thinks detective drama, uh, right. and that's what, and he does it well. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's what he does. He does the uh, voiceover monologue, looks like Mickey Spillane, right. uh, which, which was, yeah, which actually was the, was very was cool. Fun. And of I course, that, and of so. course, the whole uh, Shield title thing again was another great uh, month, you know. Yeah. Uh, homage to that time period and to the fact they were doing the black and white thing. Uh, so, okay. So he's handcuffed to the desk. As you said, he's, he's just going to roll with it. Right. Uh, but he also knows that Seuss's original contact got taken over by one of the Chronicons. And of course now was a melted slag on the floor. Right. So if he wants to continue what history says, which is Sousa delivers a package for Howard Stark and gets killed, he's got to kind of improvise to get the train back on the track. Correct. So basically, that's what he tells uh, Sousa that, yeah, now I'm your contact because the other guy was supposed to do it and he turned to the Ruskies. And that's why we were fighting when you saw us because right, I was right, trying to right. stop him. Okay, so they agree they're going to go ahead and catch the train that he's supposed to catch. But Colson, excuse me, uh, yeah, but Colson is going to make sure that the item that he's supposed to be delivering is brought to the train. Because unfortunately, they don't, you know, they don't have the item. So he's got to get a hold of, uh, the team on the Zephyr 
And, oh, and this and this is where we get the hilarious part about where um, our Chronicom, who is Enoch, um, is because remember he was back in 1931 at the um, speakeasy, basically. Right, and basically it's still there and now. Still there, and it's called the what is it called? It's called the Crazy Canoe now. The crazy Canoe, <laughs> right? But, and I guess he's running the Crazy Canoe, or he's definitely the bartender, the bartender yeah, there. But, and he will always be, I suppose, for a, quite at least a until while. they finally take him back. Right. So um, he's so. at the crazy canoe, and um, the only time this oddball phone rings is, oh, it's from one of the team members trying to figure out where the Zephyr is because they know that Enoch can get them connected. Right, because he's like, you he, he can't call the Zephyr because you know it's a little phone, a landline. So they call Enoch, and Enoch transfer, transfers them to the Zephyr. So basically, he's become the switchboard operator for the team, which, of course, all he wants to do is get back to the team. So, you know, I've been here for uh, uh, over 20 years. I'm ready to get back with the team. Right. And they keep saying, no, dude, no we, just, we just need you to connect us to the Zephyr. Okay. So, and at first, he's, you know, He's fine with that, but after a while, he just says fine. He doesn't even talk to him anymore. Yeah. To a point, he just starts, as, soon, starts, as soon as he knows it was one of them, he just sticks him on the uh, the the transfer. Yeah, he becomes Miss Sarah from uh, Andrew Griffin <laughs> the show. Where he's just going to connect them. Uh, yeah. And I and you feel sorry because the the man for Chronicom just seems so miserable that he's uh, I'm all by myself. I'm so lonesome. Uh, I'm so lonesome. Uh, now, and speaking of lonesome, let's talk about May for a minute. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I keep advancing May's situation. Right. Now, in May's case now, uh, you know, she started out in the beginning once she came out of the healing pod where she basically wasn't really feeling anything. Mm-hmm. She was she was almost like an LMD. Right. Uh, but now we come to find out that, and we found this out last week in the episode when all these scientists were trying to escape out when they gassed the place. They're all trying to escape and were desperate to escape. Mm. They touched May and suddenly she's feeling the same thing. She's feeling the need. Like I'm hyperbole need to get out. Uh, so she takes on their emotions. Now, when uh, they say, okay, they uh, go ahead and send Deke and uh, yo-yo to go retrieve the device that's supposed to Colson's supposed to have on the train. So when they get the device, they bring it back to Gemma, and Gemma's looking at it and tell about how great it is. It looks like a block of metal to, to right. me. I mean, it's not nothing to look it's at. So gorgeous! Look at this beautiful right. piece of metal. And while she's looking at it, May touches Gemma's arm and starts acting the same way. Going, it's so beautiful, and they're it's all really looking at, nice, right? And they're all looking at uh, May, you know, like, like yo yo, and they're saying, "Right, what what are you talking about?" So we never seen anyone besides uh, Gemma, Gemma or, like or maybe any. Fitz act that way about anything. Right. Uh, so, and of course, you know, those so, so she touched Gemma, she takes on Gemma's deal. Uh, later on, when she touches Sousa, she takes on his thing, right. which, which is confusion, right? Because he doesn't know any, right. Right. right? He's on, he's on the Zephyr, which is a, to him, might as well be a spaceship. Right. Uh, though, uh, he takes that whole thing really well, but we'll, we'll get back to that. Right, right. Uh, but uh, she she takes on his, but only just right after she touch touches him. I mean, it doesn't stay. No. Uh, so basically, what we've found out for her, she's become almost like an emotional sponge. Uh, so whoever, whatever feelings or you're having, or non-emotional and emotional when she touches somebody, right? So he said, so whatever person she touches, she 
picks right. up off, off of their emotions, right. uh, whether it be confusion, desperation, fear, whatever it be. So, and she said that when she was over, you know, at the temple, it was, and they, those beings didn't feel anything. It makes me wonder, perhaps did maybe one of those beings, you know, I would say almost possessor in some sort or some kind of thing, because why is it that she's not feeling anything unless someone touches her? Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. Yes. Oh. I, I want your opinion. I value your opinion. Well, I think it's because she, she got all of her, um, all of her feelings. She doesn't have any more after she got stabbed in the gut and got died on the other side of, with all the Shrike people who have zero feelings anyway because they're not people. And even they talked about them not having any kind of real emotions. Um you know, when, um, uh, Izell and Coulson slash whatever he was, Sergeant, um, you know, were on the other side. Um, and she says, you're going to, you know, you, you, have just taken on this, this body and you're, you're trying to feel all these feelings that that body's feeling and that's so it's not kind of, you. To say, so it's kind of the same kind of thing. Sure. But so it's not the whole body. It's just the feeling part of it. Right. And, and, the, and that's, and they, he's, and she told him that that's not you. That's not what we are. That's not the, that's right. Not In his case, did. he was taking on the feelings of the Colson. And which is why he had that. memories of a family because he was really thinking of the, the, um, the, the family team, Zephyr, right, right. you know, the Zephyr family. And um, he was also thinking of his, uh, ch a little of his cellist and a little bit of May, really. Right. So um, that was his, um, that was his comeback to. And then they were, they were very, um, I mean, I, I know this is what's happened, but I don't know if it's, she's going to come back from this because she basically was dead. Though Gemma knew that she, okay, Gemma's future Gemma, knew she could come back to get May and not let her die. But I don't know that that was, um, this part of it was part of their, right. their thinking. Right. Uh, no. No. Okay. All right. So I, all right, that's fine. Well, I don't know. So what do you think? Uh, no, I think you're kind of right on the spot. Now the trick's going to be is, will Jim be able to figure out a way to, either reverse it or I don't know that she's going to be able to reverse it but maybe it's maybe it's almost kind of like when you have surgery and this part where they cut open is kind of like a dead spot and it doesn't really have feelings in it it's kind of numb and but after a while you start getting feelings back in it maybe that's what this ha just has to happen it just has to develop back into her I, I don't know if she only got like what seven or eight episodes to do that? I don't know if it's gonna happen. Right, we got eight eight episodes left. Unless they decide to go ahead one year or something, uh, like everything's fine. Okay, so speaking of which, you know, we know we talked about uh, May talk, you know, touching people right. and taking on their emotions. You remember we talked about in one of the early episodes where fans were wondering whether Gemma was an LMD. Well, mm -hmm. this basically debunks proves that, that proof that, that it's not, not because, because she felt feelings from Gemma right and Colson doesn't feel feelings. right and when she touched Colson she didn't get anything right. which was goes, kinda, I don't get anything from him. which was kind of sad <laughs> it, it doesn't matter though it's it's not like 
Right. So, but anyway, so we can dismiss the whole Gemma as an L right. theory. Okay. Uh, I would have agreed with that anyway, prior to this. I think she's, she has a mission. She has a plan. She has to stick with the plan. This is what's important right now for her. Okay. So now we're going to talk about, okay. So Colson is on the train with Sousa. Right. And Sousa's, you know, he's told Sousa that, yeah, we, you know, my guy's going to meet us, meet up with us, bring the device. We can deliver it to Tony Stark. It's not Toby, he's our Howard Stark. Yeah, no, Howard, okay. His father. Yes. Uh, so while he's uh, waiting for uh, Coulson's uh, contact to show up, which, you know, his shield team hasn't shown up with the device, so basically Coulson's just stalling for time. Right. Uh, so anyway, so he tells uh, Susa to go get a drink. He said, just, you know, relax. Yeah. So the minute Susa gets up, to go get a drink, the Chronicon sits down, talk to Coulson. And basically he's telling him that what, you know, you're no longer human, so this shouldn't be a problem to you. So let's say you just go ahead and let us have the earth. And he always thinking, so if you let us have the earth, uh, we'll show the humans charity. And he's right. It's okay, so why would why in the world would Coulson believe that? <laughs> So what, because what, that's not going to happen. Right. So what have the what have the Chronicons so far done to humans? So far, they've sucked the brains out. I don't know about their, their brains. Well, you know what I mean. But they're taking they, their they, face they, and kill yeah, them. Yeah. First, first, but also, you remember the Chronicons are the ones that put Spitz and um, Simmons in the in the brain sucker. Oh, right. Well, and that was, of course, when they well, all it's not they a brain sucker. It is a. Mm, we call it a mind prison but but basically uh, that was when their goal was to learn how to go back in time which uh so they learned to go back in time so why didn't they just go do the original plan which was stop their planet from getting you know taken over or destroyed by the shrikes instead of deciding nah screw that we're just going to take over earth maybe they couldn't not sure what the problem but but anyway so this is the problem now and of course uh uh we've been joking about uh Hey, I wonder if the Shrikes, I just thought of this, or did I already say this? About What about the Shrikes? About, about, I wonder if the Shrikes are the one that, that destroyed the planet where... Um, what are we talking yes. about? Uh, are we talking yeah, about yes. the... Uh, we are, we are. Are we talking about Mavis? Yes. Okay, we'll get... We're gonna yes. Get, okay, hold that thought. We'll but get, that's another thought. I like that, that too. I think that could be possible. Uh, uh, well... We'll get back to we'll I'm get back sorry, to that. I can't remember the name of that planet. They said it like zero times. Okay, but we'll get back okay, to that. Okay, maybe they said it once. So we'll get back to I that. I don't remember because that is a theory that you put out there. And we well, want, and yes, we but this to, is but this is a, was that that no, this no, is an extended this, theory. Right, this is the extension of that theory. But and we'll and we'll get to that when we get to your theory. Okay, so so anyway, so you know, the Chronicons telling Colson, yeah, you know, you can go ahead and give us Earth. Uh, we'll show the human uh, charity. Like I said, and we keep joking that uh, he should have used the the Deadpool line where he said that if you do this, we'll show you preferential, <laughs> borderline, gentle, possibly lover-like treatment. <laughs> and of course, Colson said, nah, we'll pass on that. Because <laughs> the only reason you guys are even concerned is because we're on to you. Right. Said, you know, uh, you, went through, you went through time, we went through time. Right. He, you know, because up until then, he's talking about, he said, hey, we've been really gentle with you guys so far. We could start getting messy. And Colson said, well, if you escalate, we'll escalate. So, fine. No, thank you. And he said, that, well, we know things that you do not. This is the Carnicon talent. Right. Colson said, said, we knew you were on this train. We know that uh, that Sousa 
is supposed to die today, but we could easily have him killed right now. Right. So, uh, and so speaking of uh, that, uh, so of course, Sue says at the bar on the train, and he's a girl comes up to him, blonde, you know, yes. pretty blonde comes up to him and asks him to buy her a drink, and he does. Uh, and she's sitting there, kind of sweet talking to him, and he's kind of pl- he's playing along, but uh, he's also paying attention to what's going on around him. And which is going on around him? Our uh, thugs are emptying out the train car, and she said, "And there." He tells her, "He said, yeah, you know, you got kind of face. You could be in Hollywood, but uh, let me give you a little bit of advice. You might want to be a, learn to be a better actor." He said, "Because you don't think I notice these guys cleaning out the car?" Mm-hmm. So of course, the, that's when the fight ensues, and he's doing fine until the uh, girl wraps a wire around his neck. Yeah. Uh, and of course, that's when Daisy and Mac show up uh, and save the day. Right. And, and, and help them uh, beat them back along with Colson. Of course, uh, Colson by then had picked up a, just a guy's briefcase uh, that he had told uh, Sousa that was the device. Of course, he ends up hitting the guy with the thing. It's just papers and the guy's dirty underwear, whatever's <laughs> in it. Uh, so, of course, Sousa, okay, now you, you were lying. So, who are you people? Right. Uh, so they said, basically, they told me, you know, we're, you know, I'm, uh, I'm Mac. This is Johnson. This is Colson. We're, uh, basically, we're the good guys. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, and we have your device. He says, well, okay, you want to give it to me? He said, no, but first we're going to need to take a walk, which taking a walk meant they went to the roof of the train where the uh, Quinjet was parked. Right. Uh, so, they end up taking them back to the Zephyr. In the meantime, when, and I kind of lost track of this, uh, Deke and Yo-Yo, when they recovered the device, Deke ended up getting taken. Okay, now we, at the time, we didn't know who had taken him. And of course, Yo-Yo, of course, she still doesn't have her powers, so she couldn't do anything to stop it. Uh, as far as chase him down or anything, they took him off and left. Which is, of course, when she decided to call uh, Bell Enoch uh, to tell the Zephyr that, hey, you know, Deke's gone. Now, Deke, as it turns out, ends up going to see uh, Wilfred Mallet. Right. Which, of course, was Freddie, who they saved in 1931. Right, right. Uh, and before then, while when they were heading to the house to get the device, Yo-Yo and Deke had had a discussion about changing time, you know, uh, and of course, you know, they didn't, they could have, you know, Daisy wanted to kill uh, Freddie right then because right. he's going to come ahead of uh, Hydra. Hydra. So, you know, we can save a lot of lives if we stop him. But right. they decided, you know, Mac said, no, that's what the Chronicons want to do. We're not doing that. Right. So now, the Chronicons wanted to change the trajectory right then. Right. They um, wanted to save everything. They wanted, they figured if they, if they don't, if, if shield is not created and Hydra is um, eliminated, well, if, if Hydra enough, is right. eliminated, then there will be no shield. Therefore, they're not going to screw things up and make their planet get um, eat, eaten up by the striking dot. Uh, actually, no. Their, their whole thing, meant, no, their whole thinking is if there's no shield, shield's the only person who can stop us from taking yes. over the planet. Correct, so correct. We're gonna, we, yeah, yeah. we get Earth that way. Right. Of course, now, like I said, so Deke is... See, that's what I don't understand. 
you know what? Never mind. Let's just. What move don't on. you? What don't you? I don't get how they think that they're just going to be able to take over Earth because because uh, no with no resistance resistance at all. Uh, well, at least to their line of thinking, the only people that can resist them are Shield, and you get rid of Shield, you get rid of the resistance. But now, they've already but they've already created the super soldier serum. They're still going to be Captain America. Captain America is still. 1955. Right. He's there. He's. I know. Well, so, uh, and truth yeah, he's, he's also in the bottom of the ocean, frozen at this point. Of course, now, of course, you remember that uh, Freddie was delivering a component of the Super Soldier Serum in 1931. Correct. Now, perhaps if that delivery doesn't get made, then the other formula that ends up turning Steve Rogers into Captain America doesn't get made, and you have no Captain America. But that's not what happened. I know that's not what happened. We know that's not what happened, but. I mean, again, right, I get it. I get and there's still it. Okay, other so opportunities. It's just to, time to, to, to mess up. The right. Yeah. There, there's different things that could have. Oh, there's wrong. so many times. See, that's why time, so you know, times. right. When you start dealing in time travel. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, there's so many variables that are hard to understand. You know, I bet you we can actually do time travel, but nobody will <laughs> do it because they're afraid they're going to screw up. Not that, that we're in such a great place right now. No, but, we're too busy cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> Okay, maybe not. Uh, so, anyways, anyway, so still, so my whole point is, is that yes. <laughs> never mind. Let's move on. Your whole point. Now I'm never gonna know what your whole point was. Well, my whole point is, is that if any, if any time travel occurs, I should do it. You should time travel. Why yes. would? You, why should we send you? Yes, man. First of all, I'm gonna try time travel back to a point where. Um, Never mind. Let's just stop. I, I, I got a whole thing going on here in my head. And I, I, we're going to waste three hours. Go ahead. Okay. So let's get back. Okay. So they Sorry. bring Deke, they bring Deke to go see Malik. Yeah. Uh, Wilford Malik. And Wilford Malik doesn't recognize Deke. Of course, well, 20 you know, years of. We don't recognize him either because he has a terrible beard on. Well, 20 years of. 20 years of. <laughs> terrible beard. They should oh, have done a Malik. better job. Oh. Yes. They should have done a better job putting a, 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 a prop beard on the guy. It was a bad beard. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Wilford Malik. So anyway, terrible. Okay. So anyway, so Malik doesn't recognize Deke mm -hmm, at first. Recognized him. And of course, the uh, Malik's henchmen brought Deke because they had uh, Malik had told them to bring the scientist who was supposed to have been at the house, which was the guy who had his face removed yes. at the Chronicon replaced. Uh, so Deke was there holding the briefcase thing. So they said, that must be him. So they knocked him out and took him to him. Right. So of course Deke's telling them, said, no, you got the wrong guy. I'm actually a toaster salesman. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and said, your guy's messed up. And said, you know, I'm pretty sure your boss is really mad at you for doing that. Malik shoots the guy. And of course Deke's was, no, I mean, Deke's actually shouldn't be that shocked. That's the kind of thing he would have done on the light at the right. White House. Sure. Uh, but anyway, so he's kind of surprised that. Uh, Malik shoots the guy, and of course Malik said that you know I'm glad you helped me root out a bum employee, and no one's gonna miss a you know a two bit thug, and no one's gonna miss a toaster salesman either. So he's getting ready to shoot right Deke, and then he's like, oh. and so that's when Deke said you know that uh, basically you know, he calls him Freddy. He said you don't have to do this, Freddy. So well, no one calls me that. He said I did back in 1931. So then he's starting to think about it, and he said. Uh, yeah, I said, uh, you had to deliver a serum, and I helped you do it. I said, I seem to remember you also pointed a gun at me. I said, yeah, but I didn't shoot you. I shot the guy that was trying to shoot you. So he thinks about it and looks okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He said, I'm sorry. You know, you know when you he, says you, he says, you did me, so 
Well, you saved me, so I'll save you. Yeah, so basically he said, you know, once you reach the top, it's kind of hard to keep track of the people that helped you get there. But yeah, he said, oh, I owe you a debt. You saved me, so mm-hmm. I'm going to save you. He said, well, I'm kind of, of course, Deke's sitting there looking at the dead guy. <laughs> and he going, so um, so uh, Malik, so I'm glad things have been working out for you. And he said, well, things are working out for you too, but Deke, because you're going to get to walk out of here instead of, me, of being carried out. <laughs> so he gives him his briefcase, says, I consider our debt paid, but next time I see you, you're not going to be that lucky. We're, I'm we're probably going to kill you. So he's Deke's getting ready to leave. He said, so by the way, what, what were you doing in that guy's place anyway? He said, I'm looking out after my future. He said, well, aren't we all? So Deke leaves. And of course, immediately he goes, calls Enoch Bell. Right. <laughs> uh, Enoch Bell. Right. And, to, and of course, by then, Enoch's no longer trying to tell people, hey, I'd like to get back on the team. Yeah. He's saying, okay, never mind, I'll connect you. And that's when he tells the uh, guy who's been talking his ear off at the bar that uh, who says he's probably his best friends and no that's just the drinks talking so I'm pretty much I resign myself that I'm going to be utterly alone me and my feelings <laughs> which makes me wonder I wonder if uh, May touched him if she'd get anything off of me because he seems to be an awful feely type guy for a chronicom yeah I'm not sure alright well, let's move on so okay so Part of the said, like I said, we had talked about uh, uh, Yo-Yo and Deke talking about changing time. Mm-hmm. Now, Yo-Yo had been calling them up to this point uh, agents of status quo because they're not doing anything to change anything. Well, I mean, they're, they're keeping things from being changed. They're basically keeping the status quo. Well, they, they kind of have to in certain parts of this timeline. And I don't know how much Gemma is on board to making a whole bunch of changes because no, I don't think she I mean, because they haven't really out asked there yeah. and where is Fit? Okay. But uh Sorry. I would think that she would not be online to be making massive changes, but they haven't really talked to her about it. I mean, of course Max says no, we're not doing it. Right. At least until this episode. Uh but we'll get to that in a second. Uh but basically Deke really wasn't on board with it either until this whole Malik thing. So now he's thinking, okay, I've seen what happens when we do the status quo and I'm not a big fan of it now. Right. So they said, well, maybe when another situation arises, we can change something. We will. Right. So, so, okay. Okay. So, well, they did kind of sort of now because now Sousa's with them and he is not, he's not dead. So, okay. There's one thing. Now let's get to your Mabeth theory. Okay, so because we are no Let's talk from, about that. This is my this is my it probably has nothing to do with anything, but this well, is my I mean, it, it, there's there's, there's some logic because to there's it. There's got to be something gonna go with on with this damn planet because Wilford Malik is, is in the is in the scene now. All the Malik's had something to do with being able to go or not go to the to that planet, and something got screwed up where everything kind of fell apart for um, Hydra. And my question is, did now I'm thinking this through, did the strikes destroy the planet? Because when the guy that was playing the astronaut, but he was really the, whatever the bad guy from that they had sent. Hi, basically. Yeah. yeah, Hi. Uh, When he was playing the astronaut guy, he talked, you know, he was talking to Gemma. The, he must know something about 
what was happening. And so, you know, if you, if you look at the, if you go to, you know, when they went to Mammoth and they're showing all the city, the remains right. of the city and everything, something happened. Yeah, I mean, because. It was, and it wasn't a snowstorm either. I mean, sandstorm, not a snowstorm. So anyway, I, I feel like that, you know, that's a realistic timeline there. Well, because, see, well, again, I said, as we, you know, we were saying, I said, if you just looked at the planet itself and where the city because was. Because first of all, when they went back, I mean, when they actually went to Mabeth originally, when, when Gemma got sucked up by the, um, right. the, the, by the, the monolith, they were in the present now. Right. And that's, that place had been decimated for a while. Well, so, and we also know that it had been since uh, Malik, when yes. Malik Sr., they had already been doing those meetings where they've been sending, selecting people to go back into, to the planet. Correct. And, of course, uh, he had been cheating by using, because uh, they were pulling the rock out of the bag thing, and he had hid a duplicate rock in his book, so he always made sure that he never went. Right. Because uh, he knew which one to feel for. Right. So... We now know at the end of this thing that the, at least of this episode, that the Chronicon talked to uh, Wilfred. Yeah, Wilfred and said that uh, you need to do what I say. So it makes you wonder, did he is have this, anything this, to do yeah, with, this, with part of that? Is this the beginning of them using the rock so that none of them ever go to the planet because they know they've already, uh, that the planet's already been destroyed because these Chronicoms are from the future and so they know what's already happened so, in the past yeah so we know that there's a connection between the Maliks and Mabeth. uh we don't know it may have nothing to do with anything here with except we're just spitballing that's right uh it's but real good spitball right it's a so big uh, one it's juicy so uh it's gonna stick to the roof of the so anyway so let's classroom ceiling sorry <laughs> it's all right okay so susa is now on the zephyr with the team right and he still needs to make his delivery according to history now, Mac, who has been real stringent about we're not making any changes, we're mm -hmm. going to follow the status quo, decides that in this case, he's going to do it because he said it's a lot easier to save a bad guy than it is to let a good guy die. So he decided Susan's not going to die on our watch here. So All we're right. going to take his place if we have to. But, you know, of course, you know, Colson said that we don't know what will happen if that but that's a director's decision. So if that's what you want to do, that's what we're going to do. But he hasn't been brought into, they're, fly, they're flying through time. So he is dead in every respect in 1955. Right, that's when he dies. And he's, now they're going, they're they're already up to 73 okay, or let's, so. Okay, let's, let's, let's not jump ahead oh, here. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's all right. That's, that's well, coming. that's kind of where we are in a right. way. All right, so what else? What else? Okay, so that's, so that's coming. I, I, no, that's all right. So, uh, so they decided that they're going to save him. Of course, he he was ready to go make his delivery, and they weren't telling him not to. So he jumped on one of Max bikes and took off right. to, the, to the hotel where he was supposed to make his delivery. Right. So uh, he goes there, and of course, the one of sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Like that, that's all right. Sorry, so, that kind of makes us all. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. So 
one of Malik's guys is there. Of course, one of his guys there because he killed the other yeah, one. Yeah, the other one's a melted. He's a pancake. No, uh, the other guy's the oh, yeah, shot him. That's right. <laughs> okay, not. so he sent his one guy there. And of course, I, I don't know if these other guys are supposed to be Russians. I'm not sure what they're supposed to be. Uh, so he's going to supposed to make his delivery. And uh, apparently the concierge is the guy he's supposed to make the delivery to. Right. So he goes ahead and does that and is walking around and into the hotel and he runs into somebody with a gun and he tells him, Hey, I thought I shook you. And apparently he gets shot. Next thing you know, he's laying in the pool. Mm-hmm. He's dead. History has been, you know, completed. He made his delivery and he died right after. Right. Well then come to find out. And I told you this is what was going to happen before they actually showed it. Right. Uh, when I imagine chances are probably any fan who'd been watching agency show for any time, said the exact same thing, right. knowing that Colson is a LMD. LMD. Right. So he ended up taking his place. He, he's the one that ended up getting shot. He's the one that ended up going face first in the pool. Right. And of course he's an LMD. So maybe a little time in the water, not breathing doesn't hurt him any. Right. Uh, so as far as history is concerned, Sousa died just like what he's supposed to. Right. But they had taken him back to the Zephyr again. Right. So, and right after that, the Zephyr makes its leap. Right. So now Seuss is with the team on the Zephyr. And as you say, they end up in 1973. Right. And we're assuming 1973 mainly because uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy from Alice Cooper is playing. And that's when that song came out. Right. So could have been 74, but it's in the early 70s. Yeah, early 70s. Could have been any time after 73, really. Uh, So in a sense, they preserved the timeline, but also changed it as well, which is what uh, Colson is telling Seuss when he wakes up from his. Uh, oh, yeah, because they hit him with the, uh, with the, the icer. neuralizer, right? Yeah, with the icer. And he's saying, okay, so according to anyone outside this plane, you're dead. And that's what the history books show, so we're good. But naturally, you're not dead. You're with us. Right. And so, of course, Seuss is trying to get his bearings and looks up and sees the sealed insignia on the Zephyr. He goes, you're from S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, but where's S.H.I.E.L.D. from the future? And he tells him the whole thing, and Seuss is like not nobody, phased, not phased, yeah he said so why didn't you just lead with that in the beginning right and i'm thinking man you're taking this all really well but the, and something you had said when we were first watching it made sense it's not Sousa's first rodeo he's seen you know he's seen the red skull he's right. seen captain america uh so it's it's not like it's, it's not like, like he's a, a averted to this <laughs> the 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 strange and unusual right because everything they do is strange and unusual right even then so right. so he took it just fine so when and he said he kind of felt it when the ship had made the jump, Jane. So he said, so when are we? So when they find out they're in 73, uh, 74. Right. Okay, so that's kind of where we're at at this point. Sousa is now with the team. The team has made the jump in 1973, uh, 74. We know that the Chronicon has talked to Malik saying, hey, you know, we both have the same enemy, which is S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to stop you unless we help you keep that from happening. Right. He said, but you have to do what we tell you to. We don't know what that is to this point. But we do know that, of course, the sh- ship jumped to 73-74 because the Chronicons jumped right. to 73-74. Yeah, so that must be the next main right. thing that happened. To whatever they're going to be doing. Right. Uh, we know May still got her issues. Okay, so we know that the Chronicons are the ones that are controlling. We're they're, Basically, they're controlling we're the, drafting off yes, of the They're Chronicons. controlling the destination, really. Time destination. Right, right. Okay, I, I don't. I'm sure that that's probably how 
fits is is fitting in on this he's the one who's allowing them to or he's the one who's figured out how to draft the chronicon well i'm sure and, yeah he did, and, yeah and, the, and that's why he's not there because there has to be a control point which is why um enoch had said you're just not gonna be happy until they bring Fitz back i'm sorry i need to know where he is i'm very concerned i want to know he's not gone i know he's alive somewhere but i want to know where he is and what he's doing i'm sure this is what he's doing i'm sure that he's kind of protecting them all from from what's happening by a lot you know whatever he however his big beautiful brain is helping them (laughs) jump from you know from so from time to time basically as we were just saying drafting off the chronicoms uh going but now that the one chronicom has been left back it makes you wonder how many, how many of them are how, there? that's right that's that's what i wanted to know number one how many are if there weren't that many left in the future anyway so we know they're on a ship we don't know, like I said, other than the original two and the woman that we saw in an earlier episode. And there was a few more. Right, there's a, they, and, and there was the two was... that were on the, you know, in the base in 1950. Right. So, but I, I got a feeling there must be more of them than that, because well, otherwise just, they're, they're dwindling down pretty quick. Well, we know there wasn't a lot of them left, but I don't know what that meant. Because um, there was a bunch when, of hunters when they were, you know, chasing Well, yeah, but a lot of the hunters died because of the... Um, I thought a lot of them not died, but exploded or whatever happened. When? When I, maybe I'm getting something confused here, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. Right. So anyway. Uh, so back at the ranch, it's still, it's still, you know, still Enoch is still a chronicom. Right. Still Fitz is somewhere and Enoch knows where he is. And, and so does Gemma. And they're no, baby. actually, I don't know because I don't know if Jimmy knows where he is or not because you know they asked her. Well, because if she knew where he was, she, she, could, she could contact. But him. maybe she can't talk about it. Maybe it's that she doesn't know exactly when. Maybe she doesn't know exactly when he is. Uh, you know, hard. when he is, not where he is, but right. When when, he is. And of course, it, maybe it's not that she can't contact him. She just will not because she's been or told. She cannot because he's when he's somewhere when. Not somewhere, well, uh, somewhere said, <laughs> else. So we got seven episodes left. We're almost at the halfway point. And if we don't see Fitz soon, I'm just really going to be very disappointed. Uh, so like I said, so we got uh, Colson's been fixed. He's got his color vision back. Yeah, with that he got he got hooked up to the iPad. He's right, good. and uh, now the, those inner monologues have quit, which is right. kind of a shame. Um, <laughs> but uh, and of course, it was like I said, it was kind of sad when May touched him and didn't get anything off of him. I wasn't sad. I just felt like it was just what it was. Because yeah. he's, well, he, he's got no feelings. No. I don't know. Like I said again, he not seems maybe, to have them. <laughs> maybe he has the remnants of Colson's feelings. And here's the other thing. Remember that uh, Ada had feelings at right. the end when she became. And what is Colson? Is he like Ada was at the very, very end, or like right just before the end? No, she's a, no. He's a little different. At least I would understand mainly because he has some Chronicom parts. See, I think maybe he's more like Ada was before she transformed herself into right. a real girl. So it makes you wonder then if, if Ada could do that, why couldn't they do the same to Colson? Well, maybe they will do that later. Maybe that will be the final the final chapter. And then he becomes real again. That, 
<laughs> you said, like a real boy. So, uh, okay, so uh, like I said, they were 1973, 74. Um, right. Sousa's with them now. Right. Uh, May still has her issues, right. but she knows what they, at least what they are. Right. Yo yo, yeah, we still don't know what. I still think that is a time thing. I think that's a time thing. I feel like once she gets back to uh, where the technology that she has catches up to her, although even the Colson and them, I mean, you would think his his wouldn't be able to. But as you said, he's Chronicom, and they've been around for long, 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 long. Anyway. Besides, there's okay. lots of time. Right. Time, right. Time's, a, 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 time's relative cris, here. Uh, Crisscross intertwining weirdness. Right. So anyway, so that's where we're at. And uh, you know, episode uh, five, which is called The Trout and the Milk, whatever that, <laughs> that means. Is just, that, means, whatever. that means that means it oh, you know what stinks. That means? <laughs> where you get that from? Let me ask you a question. If you put some trout in your milk and then you drank it, what you drink? Uh, why? Milk? Why would you run? Stink. I went like a trout. It's then. rotten. It's no good. This is terrible. See a trout in the milk. So that can't be good then. Well, I guess we're going to find out here next Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, then, aren't we? Yes, we will. Well, in the meantime, I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we'll welcome you back again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bench. Bye. Bye. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We'll see you next time.